0: Otherwise, on SAFM a very good day to you, Mzansi. Welcome to Otherwise Talking Women on SAFM, South Africa's news and information leader. My name is Shadow Twala. My executive producer is Buli Kiyawa, and our technical producers for today are Patrick Munana and Stanley Makubela. Today we're broadcasting from the 10th Annual Women's Leadership Conference, and we invite you to participate by calling us on 0891 104207 207. That number again, 0891 104207 207. Now the theme of the conference is, we are the leaders. As we've been waiting for And we've asked founder and chairperson Debbie Adelstein To help us navigate the discussions taking place today Later on the program Grethel Matau and Gusty Kutzia Give us feedback on panel discussion held this morning On how to take your seat at the table But first, our lunch bite for today Is just a quote I found on Twitter today And it said, change begins at the end of your comfort zone no. otherwise on SAFM now Debbie Edelstein is a proudly South African entrepreneur who focuses her attention on the creation and support of developing leaders and women leadership initiatives? As the founder of the annual Women's Leadership Conference, Wide Women, and the Inspired Teachers Conference, Debbie's commitment, commitment to creating effective leadership programs and enabling debates around leadership shines. As a serial conversation starter, never heard that one before, Debbie Hall also hosts the We Lead and Inspired Ed weekly social media chats which take place on Twitter and as a regular guest in the media. Debbie is passionate about using the art of conversation to create community and bring about social change She joins me now in the studio. Welcome Debbie. Thank you. And thank you so much for inviting us to this wonderful conference
1: Well, it's one of my highlights always having an outside broadcast with SFM it gives us a buzz makes us feel like celebrities You've got a host of powerful women in there We've got a host of powerful women and some powerful men you know, over the last three years we've decided that we need to do some gender mainstreaming because mm-hmm. it's this, this conversation is so important that it's really not sufficient that 50% of the population takes responsibility mm-hmm. for it. Mm-hmm. So the innovation that we made three years ago was to invite men but men who we believe are walking the talk. Yeah. So Derek Wilcox who spoke just before lunch um, is really initiating some quite pioneering stuff at Dimension Data. Mm. So the men who we invite to be on the program to stand along alongside some of the amazing women really need to be making strides in terms of women's empowerment.
0: That's very important, very important. Now, we are the leaders we've been waiting for. That's a very pregnant theme. Uh, How do we unpack it?
1: Well, it's actually, it's a statement that I once heard at a women's leadership conference in Switzerland. There were little cards on the table, and I thought, that's great. That's what is going to be the theme of our conference when I get back home. That was at least 10 years ago. And I think what's good about it is that, it really expands what the definition of leadership is you know because we know that no longer do you have to be just one of those five women who we keep seeing on boards that whatever we're doing whether we are teachers mothers change agents artists conversationalists media people we all have a role to play in encouraging leadership and what i mean by that is that when we're comfortable about the role that we can play and the skills that we can bring to the party then we can step up to the platform and say, how can I contribute?
2: Mm.
0: Now, the conference this morning has had very interesting talks, and I'm hoping that you can just walk us through them and just the highlights of what... Because I'm, I'm going to talk to uh, the, the participants of the panel's mm. discussion later. But what have we missed that was um, th- that needs to be shared with our audiences?
1: Well, one of the first things when I set the context for the conference, I let people... N- think about the acronym CUPS, C-U-P-S. The C is for finding your center so that you know who you are and you're sensitive to the context around you. And I said that without that center, it's easy to miss opportunities. And the U is for uplifting others. Because I'm I'm not a fan of people who um, talk about the PhD syndrome. I believe Mm. there are many wonderful women out there. And we need to focus on what's working, not on what isn't working. So the U is to make sure that we are uplifting others. The P is who we choose to play with. Mm. So if you're not happy and you don't feel uplifted and supported by the woman in your network, either social or in real life, change your friends. Make sure that you have more inspiring, more generous women mm. in your network. Mm. Because believe me, they're out there. Mm. Many of them in this room, but there are plenty more. And then the S is for the importance of speaking up. And Derek Wilcox, um, during his talk about technolog- technology and the connected economy, spoke about the platforms that we have available to us. Now, you and I both love radio, mm. but of course there's blogging, there's social media. there are the opportunities to sponsor your your talking slots at conferences mm. where you know many of the people who are on my panels are speaking up. So mm. you have to choose, you know, there was that book Quiet by Susan Kane. It's a wonderful time for introverts to actually have platforms as well because mm-hmm. you don't literally need to take a microphone. You can write, you can blog, you can tweet, you can even update your Facebook status.
0: That's a way to get your your views out there. So that's, that's the cups and that's the, the theme of the is, conference. Is, um, I, I'm loving the cups because, you know, when you say uplifting others and we've always, uh, as women, had challenges, you know, dealing and, and lifting each oh. other up. And in, in, instead, we spoke about the puller down, the PhD syndrome. How How do you then find yourself... Other ways, because I think we need a roadmap into how to lose those friends without, with, without. Um leaving a bad taste in their mouth, for instance, you know, losing the ones that don't inspire you. Well, I
1: think that it's really just a case of focusing on what's working and focusing on what's positive. And, you know, there's been a whole lot of um, recognition around the importance of positive psychology and the whole happiness movement over the last few years. And what that really is, basically, is that we need to focus on what's working rather than what isn't working. Mm. And feral Hafferjee spoke about that during her talk. You know, she showed us a really funny clip about how some people see South Africa and then she showed us another version of how really how far we've come and the enormous triumphs that we've had so both those stories are true Mm -hmm. but it's really about which story we choose to focus on and the basis of positive psychology is a science called appreciative inquiry and it really means that what we appreciate appreciates so if we focus on something, it grows. So rather than focus on the women who don't support you and mm. don't build you up, mm. focus on the women who are amazing and do build you up. So for me, it 's not about saying i don 't want anything to do with your cutting you out, but mm. if you focus on gen- on generous uplifting leaders, it grows like a virus. <laughs>
0: <laughs> now, I heard you I was eavesdropping during the conference, and I heard you do something called um, speed networking. How does that work? Well, we wanted to give people a little bit
1: of a taste of our We Lead Circle. Now, We Lead Circles are peer coaching sort of informal mastermind sessions that run throughout the year because what happened until last year was that at the end of every conference, people would say to us, this is amazing. We so inspired. What now? Mm-hmm. So we realized that we needed to introduce programs for in between. And that's where the We Lead Circle came from. So we wanted to give the delegates of the conference this year a taste of how that works mm-hmm. and how it works is that you use the people around you as an informal board of advisors. You know, obviously in the circle it's more structured and there are more principles and there's a tighter methodology mm. but you could hear from the silence in the room yes. that there was some deep listening happening yes. so it's a great way to, to harness the collective energy um, in a group and in a network just by asking so we're teaching people about we're trying to identify what do you want to achieve with this conference, what are the most important things you want to leave with now ask the people around you to help you and we're
0: giving each woman a chance to do exactly that how does one then after this conference do people stay connected and and as you say the wheelie circle i suppose becomes one of those uh, uh platforms that one use but uh, i i think because people are so motivated after after this conference you, you need to be holding somebody's hand throughout somebody who understands and somebody who uses the same techniques uh, to 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 stay ahead and become a leader
1: you are so right and you know and for years because I believe in adult education and I believe in people taking responsibility for their own learning I would say here's the network now off you go make sure you stay in touch with each other and make and continue but because we are so busy and because we are so stretched many people People don't make time to do that during Mm -hmm. the year Mm -hmm. and that's why we've organized regular meetings and different ways of interacting another one is our weekly Twitter chats which we use and the the hashtag we lead and we have the most amazing global network of women from across the world men as well Mm -hmm. but the focus is pretty much on promoting women's leadership where we talk about what are the issues affecting women's leadership around the world well some of them have not changed you know some of them are that women still lack confidence and the courage to speak up about issues that are important to them others that I think that are newer and more current because it's a great way for us to research what to put in our programs are the importance of collaboration you know there's been too much lip service around the fact that in a more feminine economy we all support each other and collaborate but what does that look like Mm. how do we actually collaborate Um, are we going to be more transparent with each other I mean, how do we advocate for each other? Mm-hmm. You know, one of the um, points that came out this morning was that we're better at, at promoting each other than we are at promoting ourselves. ourselves so if that's the case then let's formalize that you know let's have circles where we in fact advocate for each other you know I talk about shadow and you talk about debbie mm. because we know we're not going to be great at promoting each other mm. so we try and promoting ourselves, ourselves for, I mean for promoting ourselves yeah. is what I, what I mean to yeah. say yeah.
0: So, <laughs> and, and, and I find that so important because you know it, it is easier it, but, but it should be easier also to talk about myself and my strengths and my uh, to be able to sell myself
1: absolutely and we need to practice and we need to find formats where we're most comfortable with doing so is it radio is it the public speaking platforms Mm. where we we look for talent all the time Mm. so I tell people before a conference like this I'm recruiting for talent if you don't speak up I don't know you're in the room so I try and encourage people to speak up about what
0: they believe what they're passionate about all the time so you ask them what they wish to leave with or gain at the conference Mm. how do you measure that um, at the end of the conference as, as an individual, if I, I walked in here uh, to to hopefully have a, a louder voice or be able to navigate my way to the boardroom. Um, and I've got two days with wonderful women who tell me how to 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 get there. But how do I measure that? you know, that path that I've been given?
1: You know, I think with any kind of learning, it's important that we take responsibility for our own learning. So whether we are going on an MBA program or taking the time out to attend a two-day conference or going on a women's leadership program, we need to make sure that we're engaged, that we're networking, that we're asking for support, that we're reading the right books, that we're referring the right books. Mm. You know, the days of people actually providing us with a career plan and saying, this is what you do, they're over certainly we can get support we can find mentors we can find people who partner with us in our professional development but now that the world is so connected and so digital we need to take resp- we need to take responsibility of all the wonderful opportunities that are out there
2: mm.
1: lastly are we all leaders I think that we can all lead in different ways. Mm. I think that, yes, there are people who are naturally going to be more recognized as a traditional kind of leader. The well-spoken, charismatic, inspiring leader, that's the kind that we can recognize more. But I believe that mothers are leaders, Mm. I believe parents are leaders. Teachers are leaders. Teachers are the most unsung, uncelebrated leaders around. So for our Inspired Teachers Conference later on in the year, we talk about that. So yes, I believe that if we recognize
0: our strengths, make a contribution, we are all leaders amazing thank you so much Debbie for talking to thank us and you. thank you for inviting us Thanks for when being we here. come back uh, I'm speaking to uh, in fact there was there was a, a, a panel discussion today about how to take your seat at the table and my guests are Gretel Motau and uh, Gusty Kutze and we will be asking you to participate as well call us on 891 104 207 and be part of the conversation so 891 104 207 as I introduce my guests and talk to them after this little break now Gratul Mutau is an audit partner with energy and natural resources business unit of KPMG she also serves as chair of KPMG's network of women and she does lots of other things as well Gusty Kutsia, who's Augusti, actually, Um, is a Master's in Clinical Psychology and a postgraduate diploma in Industrial Relations from UNISA. She's a founding member of Talent Africa, an alliance of corn, ferry, and she's also director of the Executive Search Division and oversees the assessment of Human Capital Division. Both of you, welcome, and thank you very much for joining us. Um, You you were part of a panel discussion this morning on how to take your seat at the table. Now, Augusti, let me start with you. Uh, What table are we talking about? Is it the boardroom table?
3: <laughs> yes, we're talking of the boardroom table. And uh, I think the first step is to know what are your fiduciary responsibilities. Often people come to see us and they want to sit on boards, but uh, they're not well prepared in terms of what it takes to sit on a board and how Im- responsible it is to sit on a board. So um, I, I take it when, when you say
0: people come to see you, Oh, do you prepare people for, for that seat at no. the table?
3: No. Our clients come to us and ask... Us to get them to, to recruit for them possible non-executive directors mm-hmm. so we would work according to a spec of a specific client that wants to appoint a new non-executive director or a chairman mm-hmm. and they normally come to us when they want diversity on the board mm-hmm. or when they want to appoint people that they don't know in other words they want to go beyond the body system Okay, I'm happy that
0: you supply that 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 uh, that platform for for them to to actually look outside of, of their comfort zone and 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 their spaces. Gretel, um what did you discover this morning? Would it have been easy? Is it easy? And what are the obstacles of getting that seat at the table?
2: Um, I think. I mean, I must I must say that. I believe these days there's a lot more opportunities because mm-hmm. i think there's more um women on, on 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 boards um and you know the fact that um there is uh, uh, there is a bill um is sitting with parliament at the moment uh, the endangered uh, uh, women endangered bill you know that seeks to um to make sure that 50 percent of decision makers um, both in business and, and, and in government, are women. I think you know those sort of supporting frameworks uh, are there, and yeah. also um, what is happening globally as well. So there's a big push um, around women. So I would say at the moment, y- yes, there is uh, 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 more opportunities um, for women to to, to be on boards. Um, however. I feel as women, we need, to, you know, we, we, we need to do more. We need to empower ourselves. We need to be prepared for the time when the opportunities arrive mm-hmm. um, and, and really give ourselves permission. Interestingly enough, as we're sitting and, and, and having um, lunch earlier on, somebody asked me, um, why, did you, um, why did you end up sitting on a board that you said?" Uh, simply, I just applied um, in, in Sunday Times, in, in City Press on weekends. There's positions, both positions that are um, that are advertised for um, for government-owned entities, mm-hmm. um, and you know that's exactly what I did. And 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 for me, what was important at the time was how do I actually get there, mm-hmm. um, and, and 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 getting there, it I saw it as a I found it as a stepping stone. But if I can take it um, one step further, is that I sat on this board, it was my first uh, ever board, um, and the chairperson who happened to be Dr. Danisa Baloy at the time said to me, ha, huh, there, there you go, you're the chairperson of the audit committee. Mm. I'm like, wow, I've actually never sat on a board, and now, you know, I have to now lead Chair. an audit committee. Mm-hmm. You know, what really, what, what does it mean? What does it mean for me? But what I found, um, you know, very quickly that I had to equip myself um, in terms of what my role and uh, uh, my responsibilities and obligations Mm -hmm. uh, uh, were. But very importantly, how do I actually bring myself in the board to make sure that I add the, the, the value? Because at the end of the day, I'm there as a board member. Um, you know, not just for my financial skill, but the fact that I bring value brought. Here.
0: Well, this is what I was going to ask Gusty. What does it take? I mean mm-hmm. being a woman on the board is, is I suppose is not just good enough because you need mm-hmm. to Perform so what does it take? What should people consider before mm-hmm. they, they, they do that <coughs> application? And 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 <coughs> wants to be on a board that they see in city press yeah. as as uh, as Grasso has just yeah. told us
3: um, I think the first uh, evaluation is, can I add value to that board? Uh, some people are just collecting non-executive directorships. And sometimes it's shocking to see on how many boards they sit. Mm. I don't know how they fit in the time to even prepare themselves for those board meetings. Mm. So, have you got the time to sit on boards? Have you got the time to prepare for those boards i mean i've sat in board meetings where some people would open the board pack at the meeting now i mean i'm sorry that is totally unacceptable and i've seen it some from some very uh, seasoned executives so and to balance your boards not to serve on boards that could be of conflict okay uh, that is um, uh, and it's it it reflects on your own integrity so Choose your boards well if you can. I think to stimulate yourself, mix the kind of boards you're going to sit in or on. Explain that mix Uh, like you can sit on a FMCG company's board and also on an investment company's board, very different. But make sure you know the purpose and the mission of each company and what they want to deliver and what you can contribute. You're not just a passenger. You're there to contribute. How many boards uh, uh, can
0: one sit on, really? I mean, why can people sit? Because I, yeah. I hear what you're talking about. I've seen some ser- serial board members. They, they sit on as many mm. boards as possible because they can collect the money yeah. at the end mm-hmm. of the day. And we'll get to the money, bit. but is there a restriction or is it, is it one's choice? Yes.
3: The, um, in most listed companies they would not allow you if you're a full-time employee of that company to sit on more than two boards. Uh, A challenge is a lot of listed companies would not allow any of the employees to sit on boards. That's why, uh, and I'm sure I'll be supported here, is that the trend is now to be like a career full-time non-executive director because of the restrictions Mm. of your full-time employment. Mm. Uh, In America, the norm is four to five max. Uh, But even in South Africa, I would say if you sit on more than five boards, I'm questioning if you are contributing.
0: Well, please hold your thoughts. We'll take news headlines now with Sir Otsele Sako. Otherwise on SAFM. We're broadcasting from the 10th Annual Women's Leadership Conference and my guests, well, we're discussing how to take your seat at the table. My guest is Gusty Kutzia and Grethel Mutau. Grethel, just tell us for uninitiated, for
2: just sitting on the board, what, what does the board do? The board is responsible for the organization. Mm-hmm. So in terms of um, leadership in terms of the strategy in terms of um, direction that the organization is supposed to be taking so really everything mm-hmm. so the uh, um, if anything were to go wrong in the organization it's the board that takes the responsibility um, if there's uh, a success in the organization it's the board is it's, it's, uh, it's the one that has to take responsibility so ordinarily um, in a board meeting um the board would discuss um on the agenda for example um where they want to see the organization in, in, in five years time and then bring that um to make sure that there's uh, 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 um goals um and plans for um you know that are timed uh, for example actually that's the biggest thing that uh, um a lot of board uh, um spend a lot of time doing and of course the board has to look at the the, the resources um whether you know whether there's sufficient resources that uh, um enable the organization to be able to deliver on that strategy for example um if i can use the financial statements um the board is responsible to make sure that um that is produced money is well spent yeah money is well spent and 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 and, and all of those things but yeah in short the board is responsible for the corporate strategy um, and the leadership of the organisation. So,
0: and you've made it sound so easy going to the newspaper and just applying uh, for for a position on a board. Um, I, I I want to ask Gusty here: Is that the best way to do it? Go and apply, or do you do you wait until you are? Um, a, a, Recruited by someone like yourself, who's the talent search person? How does one go about it, and what are the things to consider first? I know yeah. we mentioned time earlier. You know whether you have enough time to serve, but I'd like to believe there's something more um, mm. than that. Yeah, I think for
3: your first board, it is maybe a good uh, idea to to apply, uh, but when you do that, you must make sure that you're very very successful and contribute on that board because we network we use third-party sourcing i could ask for instance can you recommend somebody to me with these skills so we we network ourselves and we also you need to be visible in other words visibility in terms of your achievements Maybe as a financial director, as a non-executive as a non director, and all that. And I think the most important thing is to protect your integrity. Mm. And nobody is going to be appointing you on a board if you have got a scandal or a skeleton in your background. So integrity. The other thing that really stands in your way, if you are a board member, is if you don't know the difference between board responsibility and interfering in the company's operations many boards fail Mm. when the chair lady or the chairman Mm. or other non-executive directors starts telling the executive directors what to do that is a no-go and when people start doing that we take them off our radar screen so we see who performs well on what boards for future boards now you again for the uninitiated you
0: keep on using non-executive and executive what what's the difference
3: Okay, okay. the the executive people are the People that are full time employed in the company, like your chief executive, your financial officer, your HR lady, your, I say lady, Mm -hmm. (laughs) we're talking about you and your background. (laughs) HR lady, yeah. HR lady. Uh, But I think that's a tough job. So it's the people that have to implement the board strategy and board directors. Mm. so our non-executive directors are like our watchdogs and they tell us as executives guys watch out for this watch out for that they almost like a um, uh, your non-executive director board is almost like a sounding board for your executive directors. Mm. Uh, As an executive director, I must feel free to go to any of my non-executive directors and go and uh, clear my own mind or ask about things. Mm. Mm -hmm. Now, you, you know there's the question of
0: money as well because a lot of people Mm. apparently there's a lot of money to be made and 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 if you sit on a board (coughs) is is there a limit or how how is it negotiated and and at at what level uh if you're a chair, do you earn more money than just a normal board member or and how much is you know because people have then more than one meeting you yeah. <laughs> know a year they they have the more meetings you have um the
2: more money you make i suppose yeah and maybe a uh, can 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 talk in terms of the numbers, but I would say that and it goes back to the issue of the limits in terms of how many boards really can because that also is a is a determining factor and um one particular board could actually be taking a lot of your time and you could actually be earning two hundred thousand or three hundred thousand on that board. Um and, and, and another board uh, could not might not be requiring um that much time. And I think at the end of the day, what then becomes important even before we go into the money is what is this organization really? So doing that due diligence, understanding where where the company is, where it's grow- where it's going, uh, understand the people that are in that environment, the board members that are there, um, and its history and what it stands for, etc. Because that that would be one of the things that will give you a sense of what sort of time and commitment that uh, um, that 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 you'd have. Mm. Um, well, in terms of the money, in in, in, in state-owned entities. There's a limit um, and there's benchmarks um, that are done all the time and in the private in the public sector it's more I find that it's a more negotiated uh, uh, kind of a mm-hmm. kind of a fee. Mm-hmm. Mm.
3: Would you agree? <clears throat> yes, you would normally earn um, a non-executive director fee for the number of board meetings normally. And I want to come back to the number of board meetings mm. because um, yeah. some um, institutions abuse the number of board meetings. Mm. And I'm going to give an example. So normally, uh, and Gratel can help me here, it's frowned upon if there are more than six board meetings per year. Because uh, normally a well-run company and a well-prepared board for meetings should be uh, sufficient, but that does not refer to the subcommittees because uh, she sits on an audit committee, so you have your main board meetings Mm -hmm. and you have your subcommittee Mm -hmm. meetings. So people normally get paid for the main board meetings and also a fee for the number of subcommittees Mm -hmm. they serve on. Uh, it gets abused. Um, I know of two people where a minister has now um, re- uh, taken them off the board, and the reason was between the chairman and the specific non executive director, they had 54 either <gasps> board meetings or committee meetings in one year. They were, rep- they were earning 22,000 per meeting. So you go and work that out. So obviously they were totally unethical, and they used those that fee income uh, to generate their own personal wealth.
2: Mm. I think maybe just to to add then, I think the the challenge then that that of course brings um, you, you you might actually end up with corporate governance lapses. Mm. Um, in a sense that now you begin to to meddle in the business and you're actually not allowing your executives to run the business um which then becomes your problem so it blur it begins to blur your oversight role as a board and the role of the executive i I fully
0: agree with her statement that that is scary though because when you the manipulation that can happen from board Mm -hmm. members affecting the company itself Mm -hmm. because some somewhere somehow there must be a way of measuring the success of 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 the work that the board has done by and mm. by looking at how successful the company is mm. and how long does one serve on the board mm. again you know is it is it how long is a term for a, a board member is
2: mm.
0: you know does it differ depending mm. on their skills mm. or what they bring mm. to the table how can you talk about that a bit
2: well um <coughs> generally it's 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 normally not more than not more than 2 terms um, and terms can be, uh, I think, I just think three, three to five years, yeah, but I actually just think three years is too short. I think mm. five years is no, a more, no. uh, um, a good mm. uh, uh, year or a number of years to work with in a sense that there is just so much to learn when you arrive, because in mm. addition to just bringing your own skills and experience mm. uh, in that organization. Uh, organizations understand. are different yes and it takes mm. a very long time it's and, and 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 strategies change um as well so i would mm. say um two terms of five years um i think for me that's that's reasonable but then again... two terms of five years a term or five years a term. Mm. so that's ten years on the board yes but in Gee, it, that's a lot of money <laughs> <laughs> but in in addition to that i think just instead of just uh, um Limiting it to the numbers. I think, as individual board members, and also as board members, it's very important at the end of every year to ask yourself: Am I actually adding value to this mm. organisation? Am I contributing, or am I pr- am I one of the problems contributing to the stuckness of this organisation? And you know, maybe it's time to move on instead of instead of mm. s- being stuck and, and waiting for resign. another. Mm. You can you can resign. Mm. And the other
3: issue is uh, retirement age. Uh, <laughs> some people <laughs> and I know it is a a, a sensitive uh, issue, but especially with now older people living longer and contributing longer uh, uh, and and m- most uh, boards would say not older than seventy, whether that's fair or not fair. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not to comment. but I think the 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 bottom line is at at seventy. Am I contributing or not? At 70, I'm still,
0: I'm still all there. So, <laughs> and I've been yeah. with the company for so long. Exactly. I understand the issues of the company. Exactly. And it's been successful.
3: Why not? Why can't I continue? Exactly. Mm. Uh, there's such a shortage of um, well-skilled, non-executive directors in this country that I think uh, it is very sad that an excellent, excellent chairman... And uh, I know the specific example right now. He's doing a brilliant job, but he's turning seventy, and he has to resign from the board. Now I think that's very sad. Mm. He's doing a brilliant job. Uh, often we've been asked to please go and find me the wild, the wise old grey fox, mm. meaning the fox could be a woman <laughs> or a man, to come to this board and give us direction.
0: So, uh, so what was decided then this morning? How how? is there a straight way of getting onto that board giving an application and how do you put yourself up as a woman to be on on a board and 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 you know are we looking for just women again and we mentioned this earlier women on boards what what value do they bring just by the virtue of being a woman
2: Hmm. as women we we lead differently um, and um, I tend to believe that we, we contribute differently as well. I'm talking from experience, from having uh, um, sat on a board. Um, and I think for me, a couple of things, um, to, for one to be able to, um, to be, what's the word, co-opted, mm-hmm. if co-opted to, to sit on boards is that you have to be prepared. Um, you have to continuously empower yourself um, as a CA, I cannot just say I'm happy understanding the accounting statements and the standards, etc. I have to understand much broader. Uh, organizations are much, are much, uh, uh, much more complex than that. I need to go understand the Companies Act, um, the legislation uh, 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 um, framework governing the environment, etc. Social, economic issues, etc. of the country for me to be able to to um, to add value. The one comment that came this morning also is about really putting yourself out there in the market. Mm-hmm. Uh, tell people your knowledge. Uh, I mean, I I'm, I'm, I'm one of those um, I'm still shy uh, believe it or not um, and, you know, it, it took me quite a long time to actually realize that I can actually contribute. I would sit in a meeting, whether a board meeting or whatever meeting, um, and there'll be a conversation and then I'll think maybe I should say that maybe, and, and then somebody else a man will say it and i'm like why didn't i why didn't i it's too late and 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 then i realize over a period of time actually there's a you know i'm i'm actually resourceful in my own way and mm. uh, maybe i should open my mouth and and, and speak out mm. um and i think that's you know that's one of the the, the um the ways that women uh, um you know can um, can be seen uh, if i can use that word
0: now uh, Gusty, do people then come to you and i'm i'm going to suggest that maybe people instead of uh wanting to sit on boards uh maybe sit on a, a, a an ngo board which would give you the kind mm-hmm. of practice that you want
3: absolutely that's an excellent idea yeah so people come to you to to to
0: to to can they knock on your door, Talent Africa, and, yeah. and and ask you questions
3: about sitting on a board? Yes, they're they welcome to, uh, but they must be also realistic in terms of their own competencies. Yeah. Uh, you can't come and say, I'm ready to sit on a board, and when I ask you about your own company, you, haven't, you don't even know what is your company's share price. I mean, I'm sorry, then well, you can't
0: sit on a board. Okay. Thank you, ladies. We've run out of time. Thank you so much. And I hope the conversation continues on how to take your seat at the table. And how do people get hold of you, both of you, Gretel?
2: Um, they can send me an email mm-hmm. on itumeling mm-hmm. with double L mm-hmm. dot motau mm-hmm. at, gmail at gmail.com. Dot com, yes. Okay. And Gusty? Uh,
3: Gusty. Uh, Gusty. G U S T I C. Gusty. Augustici at talent africacoza Fantastic. Thank you so much, ladies. Thank Enjoy you. Enjoy the rest of your day. Oh, thank
0: you it is now you. time for our children's program, Shop Shop.